Welcome, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer today with you. And I also have my fantastic co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here on a not-so-sunny morning. <laughs> Thank you. Got all that in. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little wet out there this Just morning. Just a wee bit. Yeah. yeah, supposed to be this way for a few days, and around Wednesday, it's supposed to bring back the sun. Okay. It's five days without sun. Sun. We're in the dark. Yes, I understand. Yes. And wet. And wet. Dark and wet. Anyway, so today on the show, we're going to be having. One of our very favorite guests, astrologer Ms. Lindsay McKenna, is going to be on just a little bit later to talk about uh, the Mueller report and a few things with the political situation. But we're also going to be talking about the three planets that are going retrograde. One has already gone retrograde just a few days ago, and then also we have two coming up at the end of this month. So, and those are the heavy ones. The he- yes, <laughs> really heavy. Yeah, dark. that's why it's heavy and dark outside. I I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that's what it was about. Yeah. And South Dakota, and South North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, they get the snow. Thank God it's not us. Oh, really? Oh, gosh, that's kind of late inches. in life. I mean, late in life. Late in, in the year, isn't 12 it? 12 inches of snow. Oh, no. No, thank you very yeah. much. Anyway, glad you, I bet you're glad you're not there anymore. Totally. Yes. I do not like being, I love to ski. Yeah. But I, I like going to snow, skiing, and then get the hell out of there. Yeah. I don't want to work in it. I don't want to have to go out and yeah. start a car in it every day. No. Uh, it's not my world. No. I don't blame you. I was born and raised here, so I'm not even re- really used to it at all. So anyway, today on today's show, as I said, we have Lindsay McKenna, and we also have for this the Celebrity of the Week, we have... Mr. Julian Assange. Now, obviously, he's been in the news this week. We'll talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about his chart. To me, you know, his chart, I looked at it, I went, oh, I can't even get it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it was just kind of like, what is that? Kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to look at his and then we're going to do everything else that we usually do. And I just want to say really quickly, I want to say hello to Janae. I was going to say so at the end of the show, but I say so today. I did my thing at Burr's Restaurant on on Wednesday. It was fun. I did a reading for her. She was awesome, and I told her I'd say hi to her. Hi, Janae. Sweet. Sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, she's the one that has Aquarius Sun next to Uranus. A live wire. A live wire, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, those eccentric kinds. Oh, yeah, she's very, well, she's kind of low-key. She's just Pisces rising, so it's a little understated, but... She in, sounds like a little young yet. Yeah, a little young. She is a little bit young. So and she'll come into it. Yeah, that's something you. I think you actually um, adapt to yeah. later on. Yeah, you know, as things kind of, you slough off of things, and you become really wacky. And fun. And fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, after the next uh, message here, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. So we're going to take a break right now. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... 
or on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time for the Astral Celebrity of the Week. All righty then. So what we've got here, I ran off a bio on him. I've got his chart here. I'm so prepared. Virgo, interesting Virgo chart. Is fairly interesting. Yeah, it is. Very in his head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gee, you think? How many yeah. air planets has he got? Yeah, he is pretty much in his head. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Uh, he's kind of an enigma to me. You know, he's this guy who's had a head of WikiLeaks who's basically whose job was is to get dirt on everybody else. Well, is, is that not so much dirt as to expose everything. Okay. Dirt all the hidden. Exposed. If it's all hidden, he's bringing it out to the people. I don't find it negative. I find it interesting. It's interesting. Right. And I'd say, oh, and I'd say I found the spot in his chart where that happens is moon in Scorpio in the 12th. Uh-huh. That's this. Those are the hidden secrets of people, people's countries, something, you know, where he's going to keep it all hidden away until he gets it ready to mm-hmm. expose it. Yeah. He keeps a secret really well. This is stationary Mars, too. Yeah. Right? Stationary retrograde. You know, ever since I told you about my book, you've been looking up stationary planets. I really appreciate. I love the impact of it. I do too. Because it just it opens your focus so much different than if you're just looking at a chart. It does. It really does. It's extraordinary how it 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 tends to focalize everything on one point. So people that understand what we're talking about, yes. If you're driving down the freeway and all of a sudden the car in front of you stops, <laughs> everything comes to a stop behind that car. That's yeah. how strong the impact of a yeah. stationary planet is. It's like break. Well, it's it's like breaking. Yes. Because what a stationary planet actually is, is when the planet, you know, if you've heard of retrograde and direct planets, it looks like from our point of view, they either are backwards or moving forwards. Now, there is a point in the middle when it reaches a point where it's not moving at all. It is between the stationary and retrograde phase. So it's stationary. It doesn't move. And in a lot of people, and this is the funny thing, because I had been looking up for a long time where I could find information on it. There isn't any information on it. So she's writing the book on I'm it. I'm writing the book on it. So I figured this was perfect for me. Yeah, it's great. So, yep. So anyway, um, the stationary planet is a focalizing point. It's like a branding iron. And it, it takes the person's, all the person's energy and focalizes it down to one point. Now, with the Mars being stationary, and it's in Aquarius, too, he's obviously gathering information that is, you know, a little bit jarring to the rest of us, something mm-hmm. that could break things wide open. And, you know, there was a real strong, obviously a strong passion about it, too. And it's at his north node, and it's right at the bottom of the chart. So it's it's kept well hidden from people. That's so right. So people couldn't see what was happening. But he was back in, in, in it with his computer, Aquarius, you know, in his little room and going to these various sites and tapping into and leaking in all this other stuff and getting all this information. That's just really perfect for him. Pretty fascinating, actually. It is very fascinating. And I think he's coming back to expose more. I do, too. That's what my thought was when I heard about it. I said, oh, interesting timing. 
Yeah. And everything else that was going on, I said, oh, now this is happening now. Let's just add more fuel to the fire. Well, with uh, Pluto and Saturn coming in opposition to his Mercury, yep. he's going to be the talker. Yeah, he is. And he's got an eighth house sun, which is interesting, too. So you know that whatever he's doing, whatever secrets he's trying to find, he ain't going to stop at the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Mercury up there, too, in the eighth house. He's going to keep looking. He's going to dive deep, 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 deep until he finds the, the source or the root cause of something. Uh, when you Actually, he's kind of just an interesting-looking character when you look at yeah, his picture. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, did you look at his the picture of him as they were pulling him over to arrest him? Do you, you know, remember? Those people around him? What was the... Uh, wasn't there an I Spy show that years ago that there was a guy that looked like this on there? I don't remember. I just remember the two stars, Robert Culp and, and Bill Cosby. But nope, then it wasn't that show. It wasn't that show. Must yeah. have been a Mission Impossible. Gosh knows. Oh, I bet I, you it probably was. There's a guy that looks similar to that. I can't remember what show he was on. I mean, he really, in his earlier pictures, gray hair, kind of prematurely gray, really good looking. And the picture they had of him when they addressed him this week was he looked like he'd, he had aged 40 or 50 years. Well, if he's... Yeah. He hasn't been out in the sun. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> true. Been seven years behind the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah. Because they took him in as, as asylum. And that's rather interesting in itself. Seven yeah. years, the cycle. <gasps> yeah. You're right. Where's so Saturn in his chart? Saturn had got played with somehow. It's a something. Oh, it's in his sixth house. Interesting. Opposing Neptune. But Saturn is getting ready to be in trying to his uh, Saturn. Yes, it is. And in all reality, it is hitting it right now. Yeah. And then, of course, Mer Mercury is going to be smacked by Pluto and, and Saturn. Yeah. Uh, did you mention that? Yes, I did. You said that? You did say that? See, I'm getting senile. I just thought I'd, I just thought, I just thought I'd ask you. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so I'm trying to see what else we've got in the chart here. It's Jupiter and Neptune in the 12th. They're out of sign conjunction, but they're nonetheless there. Mm-hmm. So that tells and them. Mars squaring that, and Mars squaring that. Okay, Mars which is Jupiter. A big yeah. focus on it. Okay, so that's definitely the opportunities he gets from going behind. He's looking on the other side. Yeah, okay. he's looking deep where looking people deep. don't want to look, and he's looking into issues that that seemingly are innocuous, okay, on the surface, but are going to keep going deeper because there's more hidden there, mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah, I mean. Everything seems to be above the chart except for Saturn and Mars, too. Which so he's not very into and introspective. It right? doesn't make him very grounded. Not really. Not with that Mars down there. Even though yeah. it's in Aquarius, it's Aquarius is an air sign, so he's flighty, <coughs> you know. And he definitely has um, a non-respect for arbitrary authority. <laughs> that's kind of a that's a that's, that's a, a given. Yes, it's kind of a canned phrase, like saying Aquarius or Uranus issues. You know, yeah, you just can't stand normal, you know, authority figures. Having, of course, that's what he looked like when they pulled him in for arrest the other day. So, mm -hmm. so what are they doing with him now? They've taken him in and they're going to question him. Is that what they're going to do? I think that he's. You know, I still think he's going to be talking more and exposing more as far as what's all been going on. Yeah, yeah, because they've been looking for him for a long time. Because but it's not going to come out quite what we may think it's going to come out. I think with no. that Uranus, it's going to be 
Shot in the dark. What you think you're going to get, it's going it's to be gonna a be whole it. new story. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> why tell any, what's the story? You know, yeah, why tell, tell the truth and ruin a good story? story. Right, That's exactly. Right. So, you know, you can, ex- with that particular chart, you can expect the unexpected, obviously. Big time. Big time. So, um, they're, I think they're theorizing that he has a lot of information on specific subjects. I doubt if he does. I know something else. It's something that's going to be completely shocking to all of us. I Well, up to a point if we ever get to see it. I think that you're going to get to see it all. I don't think there's going to be much left covered. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. So, anyway, that's it for him. And we did a good job on him, yeah. I think. Yep. Well, we had fun with him anyway. Yeah, we did. He was actually kind of he interesting. He never even complained. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't here to defend himself. That's right. That's right. So anyway, um, we're going to take another break right now. And when we get back, we're going to be talking to Ms. Lindsay McKenna. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Wanda Buckner is our live read today, and she has a new course. It's a UCLA Holy Fire Reiki Master Course, 25th, 26th, and 27th of May from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Holy Fire Reiki is a conscious, intelligent, spiritual energy that creates wholeness within purification, purification, healing, empowerment, and guidance. Once ignited in the student, Holy Fire continues to grow in strength and vibration cleansing more deeply and healing and empowering in ever more powerful ways. Class time includes hands-on experiential learning and healing. You must have completed Reiki 1 and 2 and e-lineage and six months prior to taking this course. This course may also be taken to upgrade your current Reiki master to Yusui Holy, Holy Fire Energy. So you get a 180-page manual and certificate is included. And the early bird registration is $475. And for more information, you can see Wanda's website at wandabuckner.com or email her at wandasoffice at gmail.com or call 360-491-3187. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Radio. I just remember we were going to bring on Lindsay to talk about Julian. Shame oh, well, on me. Well, bring her in right we're now and let her, her talk. Right now. Okay, we're going to bring her on right now. I can't believe it. Lindsay, I'm sorry we didn't do that. That's okay. No problem. Oh, but well. You can, you can tell us your part and how you see that. Yes. Did you have any opinions on Mr. Julian Assange? Well, I think you covered it all very okay. well, so I oh, really didn't you. need to add anything. I'd just be repeating what you guys were saying. Okay, that's cool. All right. Yeah. Just thought I'd ask. Okay, let's start. And we have three charts we're looking at, and in case anybody wants to know what these charts look like, if you have to be on Facebook, you can go to my page, Eileen Grimes, or Lindsay McKenna's page, and she has those three charts posted on her wall. So you can go take a look at it. We first have a Jupiter going retrograde and that happened a few days ago then we mm-hmm. have saturn going retrograde which happens on the 29th and then we have pluto going retrograde on april 24th so we probably should take the other one first yep. pluto first and then saturn so got him okay so where are we starting ma'am well let's just talk about jupiter i thought it was rather interesting uh you know these are 
Trump's charts and the, uh, right. the outer wheel is the uh, transits. Right. And, you know, when you have three large outer planets, and I don't care who you are, this, this has nothing to do with Trump in particular, but it has to do for all of us. Jupiter's about um, wild, untamed expansion. It's like throwing a glass of water across a surface of a table. And it just keeps on going because Jupiter has absolutely no boundaries, no walls, no fences, nothing. And no breaks either. No breaks. That's Saturn. Saturn's the breaks. Saturn's the breaks. <laughs> yeah, and then Pluto is when you hit the wall. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> Boy, it's amazing we can distill it down to that, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Pluto's the point of no return. So That's true. Speak. That's very true. But anyway, uh, the Jupiter for everybody, all right, never mind Trump. Uh, yeah. But I found a fascinating little glitch in it because um, when you want to look at Jupiter, it's about expansion of something. It could be an idea. Yeah. Uh, it can be a weight gain. <laughs> you <laughs> That's may have true. physical expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it can be an emotional blow up or an yeah. emotional volcano. Yeah. Um, and so, or you can have some kind of a spiritual experience too right, with Jupiter. Right. You know, like a Kundalini would would fit very nicely with a Jupiter going either retrograde or direct. Right. And um, so, everybody is getting uh, tested with this in some way, shape, or form. Some right. people feel like rubber bands that have been overstretched, and yeah. you know, because Jupiter is in Sagittarius, so the Sages, the Gemini's, are really feeling it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, uh, Trump's um, natal moon is at 21 Sagittarius. So that Jupiter has been, um, you know, had crossed over his moon once. Yes. And now it's it, it's come to a stop. One thing I wanted to, to talk to you about is when a planet is going either direct or, or you know, uh, retrograde, there comes a point, as you said, where it's, where it, it it stops. <laughs> it, yeah. stays, it stays on that particular that's right. uh, degree. You I'm know, going... th- that's the next, my next book I'm writing about is a stationary planet. Oh, great. Yep. Well, here's what I call it. I call a planet that has either gone, you know, if we just take Jupiter, has already gone retrograde. It's at what I call still point. Yes. And still point means, you know, if you have these, these little balls on strings and, and, and it goes back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Right. Science and physics can actually tell you that every time that that little sphere on that that string, as it hits its top arc, mm-hmm. okay, and then swings back, there is a momentary micro uh, second where it actually is just hovering in space, and that's called the still point. Still point. Okay, that's okay, sort of like so stationary. That's a really but okay, interesting thing to just throw your way. It's throwing you a bone on this, but I, I probably no, you're not. That no, you that's good. I'm writing it, it down. Yeah, because it's interesting because I've always been concentrating on the movements just before, and then it flips. But I never thought I thought about where's the point where it actually turns. You know, correct. It goes from retrograde to direct, retrograde to retrograde. Okay, correct. there is a point, so that's the still point, right? Right. But okay. the the still point is that moment where everything is frozen in time and it's focused down like a like the sunlight coming through a 
uh, magnifying glass. Okay. And that little tiny dot of light on the other side of that magnifying glass. Right. It is intense. Yes. Right? And this is what happens with all of us, especially the Sagittarius and the Geminis with this Jupiter having just gone retrograde, where you're going to feel like the, you know, the the hydrogen dirigible uh, <laughs> ready to explode yeah. on this still point, on, yeah. on this this moment where it hasn't turned retrograde. And what's interesting is, is that Jupiter doesn't really turn retrograde until uh, a couple of days uh, just, I think, before Saturn goes retrograde, which is, you know, very fascinating to me. It means it changes, you know, it's, it's moved beyond that. It's released something. Yes. And that's yes. the other thing with retro, you know, with this moment where where the retrograde or the direct planet is just hovering and it's just really overly focused. Yeah, and the intensity, I mean, no matter what level it is, physical. Well, it'd be like a bursting bubble. You oh, know, my goodness. The pressure gets so much, so much, so much, so much. Well, that's what I'm boom. saying. You feel like the, the Hindenburg blimp that just got exploded, you know? Well, it's, it's that sort of still point intensity with Jupiter, at least. Okay. Well, the day that it went retrograde, I was there, and I put a book down and knocked over a pitcher of water that went flying over the top of everyone's stuff. <laughs> yep. I mean, yep. I am the Gemini that did that. <laughs> right. And and I and my dog went in because I wasn't here and I had to go someplace and she had a temper tantrum. Oh no. And she went out on the porch and she grabbed one of my gardening gloves and she tore off the thumb and tore off the little finger and ate it. They didn't <laughs> find out about it until later. And I still hadn't come home because I was out hiking all day. Okay. And so when I got back, he says, look what she did. And I'm horrified because it's like, oh, my gosh, she ate those. And, you know, an animal can die from that. Yes, that's right. And so I have been so worried sick about this. Well, last night she threw it all up. Oh, good. (laughs) The release of it, yeah. Yeah, but it was this Jupiter thing of of doing, overdoing something. She, She ate. A thumb and then, and then, you know, the little finger uh, of the club. Oh, my And goodness. it's like, oh, no. Yeah. So, anyway, that's Jupiter. It's too much of something. Yes, too much and, of something. And that is what people are going through. Yeah, But right. you know what? There's a fascinating thing with Trump's chart. I, I called this, um, you know, the, the three steps, you know, the first step, the second step, and then the third step, you really step into it. Right. Well, with Jupiter... Uh, when you look at his chart, I kept thinking, you know, uh, what's going to happen? Because I saw that the the, Jupiter, the transiting Jupiter is in orb of his natal moon. It's also opposite his north, you know, Uranus, north node, Volcanus, and sun right. in his 10th house. And, you know, even Jupiter going retrograde is about protection. Right. And it's about uh, coming up smelling like a rose, whether you are or not. Yes. And I found it fascinating with all of these outer planets. You know, they're not going to move, but the the inner planets are the ones that you want to look at. You want to look at at Mercury, Venus, and Mars, especially Mars, because Mars is the trigger planet on things. Yes. And I was looking at that Jupiter <coughs> conjunct his moon, and I'm thinking, I'll bet he's going to come out smelling like a rose. And I thought, how can he do that? Well, 
A.G. Barr decided to do it for him by writing his own summary. There you go. Um, you know, right after the Mueller report was sent to him, within a day and a half, he, he exonerated uh, Trump. Yes, he did. And Trump went around, you know, tooting that he was he uh, innocent. He, he had been, you know, spied upon and, you know, using Barr's words. In other words, he's, he just thinks that, you know, I'm okay I, I'm exonerated, I'm and perfect. Barr is doing his Nobody business Nobody can get boring. me now. That's right. Yeah. But see, beware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beware because Pluto is going to go retrograde on the 24th. Yeah. Okay? And, so, yeah, and of course, Mercury, when they really, when he released it, well, Mercury was about to change. Was it going direct or retrograde at that time, Mercury, and in Pisces? And well, Mercury was in Pisces uh, on the day that Jupiter went uh, uh, retrograde. Okay. And Mercury, Venus, and Neptune were all in Pisces. They were all conjunct. Oh, yeah, like that house. was the so, truth. So, man, the smoke <laughs> screen was up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Totally that's... hidden. Totally, you know, the shell game. And lying. Neptune is lying yep. and, and, and defrauding it... others. You and know, it wasn't on the dark truth. dark side. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> the good... truth, was it? Uh, yeah. Not not even, and I'm yeah. going to tell you something. Uh, the step two, uh, very interesting, because uh, Pluto goes retrograde at 23 Capricorn, 09 minutes, right on the 24th, which is a Wednesday. Right. And <laughs> I was thinking, my, what, 14 days makes a difference in the movement of the inner planets with, with things. But let's just talk about people in general with this. Yeah, let's talk about Pluto retrograde. Um, the Pluto... <laughs> Pluto is about transformation and change, and I, I can guarantee you right now, I normally find that about three mo- three weeks before uh, an outer planet goes uh, retrograde, it's already acting and behaving more intensely and more powerfully yep. because it's slowed down and it's stopping, okay? We're, yep. we're seeing that intensity again. Yep. It has not hit still point, but... I can I can ask I think almost anybody if they've had some major thing in their lives whether it is a spiritual epiphany whether it is a mental thing going oh I don't want to really do this anymore I'm going to make a life change right or it can be emotional where you go back over or somebody walks into your life or you're ending up or changing some kind of a relationship with right. someone exactly or it's physical you, you can get, you know, a broken leg. I just had a friend of mine uh, who had just gone over uh, to Barcelona, Spain, on her way to France, and she had uh, had hired a, uh, a a bike that had a motor on it. It was not a scooter or a motorcycle. You know, it was just one of those yeah. bikes with those little motors that you put along on. Yeah. She fell, and she broke her femur in three places. Ouch. And now she's in a hospital in Barcelona. Oh, no. Yeah. But, I mean, this is Pluto. Yeah. This is Pluto at its worst on the physical level, okay? Yeah, right. But everybody has been going through this, and then Jupiter hit, you know, on the 10th, and there was some sort of a cascade event in people's lives that took place. It was like a seed got dropped. And yeah. because we're in that still point with Jupiter, there are people going through some very profound uh, attitude changes right. or uh, looking at the world differently or seeing themselves differently oh, sure. or doing a lot of self-awareness. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's Pluto. Pluto yeah. is digging for the gold. Pluto is the subconscious. And, boy, I, I would tell people, as I've been telling my friends, pay attention to your dreams. You know, oh, three yeah. weeks out, 
because the the psyche is being stirred up with the the cosmos's biggest you know wooden spoon, which is Pluto right now. Right, exactly. And um, and and it's going to creep up on him. It, it usually isn't as dramatic as my friend who has three broken bones. And right, her femur. but still, yeah. But um, anyway, it's it's yes. about transformation. So it everyone's is. going through it more yep. or less. Yep, but and, and we got to take a break here. We got to take okay. a break. Got to take a break. We have to take a break. Okay, so when we get back here, we're going to have more with Lindsay McKenna. We're going to be talking more about the stationary Pluto and also coming up the stationary Saturn. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Hi, this is a live read for Ms. Angela Probst. She's an aromatherapist. And do your New Year's goals include slimming down, increasing your energy, and boosting your metabolism? Did you know that essential oils and essential oil-infused products can help you meet these goals? Contact Angela from Young Living Essential Oils at 253-278-1599 to join her accountability group. She's fabulous. She's going to be on the show next week. So this is going to be cool. She'll be able to talk more about that. So if you want to get a hold of her again, please contact her at 253-278-1599. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. We have Ms. Lindsay McKenna on our show today. And, of course, our lovely co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. It's, it's been an interesting morning. It hasn't it been? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, Lindsay, we're back. Okay, so uh, with Pluto, uh, there's there's another symbolism I want to share with your, your audience. Yes. And... Pluto is always about the snake shedding her skin, mm. and, and she ends up with a, a new, newer, more beautiful, more colorful skin than all around her body than she had before. Right. Uh, and I was going to ask Doug if he felt like he was getting skinned alive, because with Jupiter and Sag, and me being a Gemini, too, I can tell you, it's been hell. But has it been hell for you, too, Doug? No. <laughs> no, it's not. No? No. Wow. Well, I we, I do have the you know I do have this Jupiter trying my Jupiter at the same time so that may be oh, a saving well. factor. Well, that's a safeguard, isn't yeah. it? Uh, I mean, I've been in that boat <laughs> before. Is. What you're talking about, yeah, but not this time. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm suffering through it, so I just wanted to commiserate with somebody and feel sorry for me. But I can tell you, if somebody's got a trying, they're not worried. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Laugh and they all laugh with you. Cry and you cry alone. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, what's interesting is is that um, if we look at uh, Trump's chart, the transiting Mars, okay, Mars yes. was, uh, let's see, where the heck was it? In, okay, it was at 6 Gemini in, when Jupiter went retrograde. Well, guess where it's at for Pluto going uh, retrograde? It oh. is at 16 Gemini conjunct Trump's natal uranus 
in the 10th house. Do you think he's going to get good news? No. I don't. <laughs> you, you think he's going to blow up? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and what's even worse, um, remember, I I don't expect you to remember this, but in oh, Trump's chart, he has a Mercury at 8 Cancer in his 11th house. And because I've followed it so closely for two years, the one planet that gets dinged, that is to say that there is an aspect to it. Yeah. If it is his Mercury, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. I mean, really, 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 really bad for him, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's caught in his lies, and he's outed every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So yep. when Pluto is going retrograde at 23 Capricorn, right? Uh, transiting Mercury is at 10 Aries, square his natal Mercury at 8 Cancer. So this is compounding this transiting Mars on, on Trump's Uranus in his in tenth house of his standing in the world. He's not going to be a happy camper, and I believe that uh, the twenty fourth is when the the Mueller report is going to be, uh, you know, hopefully given, at least part of it will be given to Congress if if nothing else by right. Barr. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I'm sure that uh, Barr has told him or given him. Trump things behind the scenes that we'll right. never know about, but it's not going to make uh, Trump's day when Pluto goes retrograde, yeah. guaranteed. I always so, find that Pluto has more to do as far as retrograde, as far as in Capricorn, we'll be dealing more with big government, right. banking, industrial yep. complex. I mean, I think that we're going to see a lot of things opened up and exposed for what they are. If most people really understand how money has been created for this country and where they can follow it, I think their eyes would blink a few hundred times a minute. Oh, I know. <laughs> because and, and they're... Yes, totally agree. <laughs> 1099 is sitting at the Vatican. Yeah. Anyone yeah. that they've ever filed, it's over there. Oh, yep. wow. And oh, yeah. We, we could get off onto this, this very interesting uh, facet for sure. But, you know, because Saturn and Pluto are in Capricorn, we are seeing a shifting of all the major countries, and and haven't we been seeing this? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and leaders are falling right, left, and center, and new ones are replacing them. In some cases, you know, they're, um, you know, they're abusive and they're dictators. Yeah. And in other places, I mean, you know, we have good people getting in, so it's it's you know a mishmash. Yeah. But Pluto is. Definitely going to shake uh, Trump's tree, and and you know anybody who's a Cancer or a Capricorn, you know it, the Pluto is definitely making some huge slow changes in their lives yeah. too. Yeah. But what I love about Pluto is, is it's slow. Yes. It doesn't hit you over the head like Uranus does. Yeah. With Boy, if it did. Can you like imagine if it was anything like Uranus? It'd be hitting deep and slow. Right. I mean, slow and uh, you know. Or deep and fast. That's right. Yeah, that would but be with a little... Pluto, Pluto gives you an opportunity. It, it knocks very gently the first time, the second time, the third time. I mean, we're so lucky we get three to five, you know, retrogrades yeah. of directs over our planet. Yeah. Um, you know, the more you have, the the slower the time. If, if it's going to be five times that it's going to hit you, coming and going, yeah. then it's a lot softer landing than if it is three. Yeah, (laughs) But if it's only going over once, okay? That's all of it on one time. Oh, well, this is like my friend who just broke her leg at three places. Well, and it's also, to me, it's like having a stationary planet. Well, I felt like I had one when I had 
Pluto trancing my fourth house for 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, did me you, too. Did you move, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you move? Yeah, I was uh, say, how many times? Uh, quite a few. <laughs> I yeah. mean, wow. I have the same thing you did because your, your chart and my chart are similar. Because, Very similar. Yeah, Scorpio was in, intercepted in the fourth. I had Pluto in my... Yes. It, it was at 20, 21 um, Libra, and then the fifth house cusp was 11 Sagittarius. Mine's a little wider, yeah. but... It yeah. stayed in there about a long time. 25 well, years I had yeah, it. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I, I have Mars-Pluto conjunct in the 12th and in Leo. And so yeah, I, I am a Plutonian, and I, I live with it every day of my life. Yep. <laughs> Next <laughs> time I come back with an incarnation. You have, you have Mars-Pluto conjunct? In the 12th. In, in the Leo. 12th. Oh, yeah. 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 And you're Leo rising? Yeah, I'm 27. Trump and I share almost the same charts. He has yeah, 24... Taurus on the midheaven like I do. His is 29 degrees, Leo rising, mine's 27. And we were only born 14 days apart. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, so that that's sense. why I have such an interest in his chart because, you know, it's I'm being hit with him the same. It's happening to you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm still standing, and I don't yeah. don't have, you know, law enforcement coming to throw my butt in jail either. Well, so. that's the point. Yeah, because, you, know. you know, we're all Leo rising. I am too, and so is so Oh, really? Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah, seven degrees Leo rising, and well, he's... Well, if yeah. nothing else, we're an entertaining group, Yes, we, we certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> we we can sing and dance if we have to. Yes, we have to. We're going to pull off the old soft shoe. Well, there yeah. you go. So let's talk about Saturn. Let's talk yes. about the shoe dropping. Okay. Which is on... Now, here's an interesting thing, because I'm very much into numerology. Um, Saturn is going retrograde. At 20 Capricorn, yeah, on the 29th of yeah. April, and the number 29. Okay, if you do two plus nine equals 11, and and 11 is one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. Two is the moon. Two rules emotion. The 11 energy rules the lightning and the thunderbolt. Oh. Okay, it's a master number. Mm-hmm. And you just don't screw with this one. That's yeah. right. Right. You yeah. really don't. 29 degrees of any planet, it's the same thing. Okay. Right. Has any planet, I mean, like even Trump's ascended at 29 Leo? Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. 29 degrees is always karmic. That's okay. right. Karmic, karmic, karmic. And anything that has not yet been cleaned out of your trunk as that sign or that planet goes through that sign, it all adds up and comes due on the 29th degree, and you get hit with so much crap if right. you haven't done your work. Yep. It isn't even funny. I mean, okay. it's basically like saying you got to finish it up. Well, yes, you have to tie up loose ends with a 29 degree. Right. And, it, and, and then if you haven't tied it up, all that stuff you haven't handled comes piling up at the end, right? That's right, and that's ah. what everybody needs to understand about this because, you know, April 29th, 29th degree. It's the master number at 11-2 energy. Wow. It's the lightning bolt. It is over the top, uh, you know, king and queen of drama day. Okay? It really <clears throat> well, let's, is. We're always, we that. I think that America is always ready for a good soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in one for two years now. Actually, oh, three. <laughs> I think it's longer than that. Yeah, no, we just true. didn't realize it. Yeah, that's right. true. But we can thank Trump for one thing. He's brought all of it out of yeah. the dark in the 12th house, and I think that that's very healthy. Yeah. It's painful, but it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that, there's probably more truth than that. 
I think that's very true. Statement than all of it. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I said, well, what is the point of him being there? And I just kept thinking, well, he's, he's, he's showing us what we haven't looked at. Well, he's showing us what has been hidden for a, a good amount of time. Yeah. Okay, and Doug's right about that. Yeah. 1861? Yeah, yeah. To starting about then, Doug. Yeah, yeah. because that's <laughs> when we went on to United States uh, Corporation, as far as United States, U.S. Corporation of America was formed that year. Yeah. And okay. we've been working with that instead of constitutional law. Right, and the thing is, is you know, we've got transiting Pluto going to conjunct the Sibley chart of, of the United States in two years. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so all of this is like, and then we're in the 29th degree of it, and yeah. all of this crap is coming out and it's coming due. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Well, the last time that we had all this come up like this was December 31st of 1776. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting, isn't it? What was yeah, going I, on then? I know. I, I'm a, I love history. <laughs> I wasn't and, there. I, 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 well, <laughs> but you can go back to your history books, Eileen. You know, you can, you can see the same things. I mean, there was You'll so get much, it. You'll get it. Work I, it out. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I wasn't there, there that day. You'll have to tell me I was asleep. Well, you might have been. Don't, don't kid yourself. You never know. Yeah, you might have been in the heart of it all. That's right. That's uh, right. Right on. But yeah. anyway, with Saturn, let's let's talk to the people about Saturn. Yeah, Saturn, let's talk about that. To me, is the planet. Everybody says it's the 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 planet of karma, but I will say this in Saturn's defense, it is also the planet of Dharma. Uh huh. Dharma okay. is the good things in life that you have earned. Yes. And so when Saturn and I. I have a good relationship with Saturn in my chart, yep. even though it's, it's square my Jupiter. Oh, well, that's um, good. I have learned a long time ago as a Gemini, you finish what you start, and also that you get rewarded when you do things like that. Yes, you do. And that you stay organized and you stay disciplined. And that's, that's those are all Saturn, you know, elements mm-hmm. of, of its right. expression. The cosmic right. cop. Is the that, cosmic well, cop. it is, but, you know, it also gives us boundaries and it gives us walls and it right. gives us, you know, the garden fence. It, and and it, it can also be a lane that goes someplace that we need to go, too. Yeah, you know, what I think about Saturn is I have Saturn in the third house, which is why I do this show. So do but, I. Yeah, we both do, you know, and um, it's where we, of course, obviously have to learn the biggest lessons. You know, we're going to be um, encountered with with fear and, and self-doubt and that kind of stuff, too. But um, it's also about mastery. You know, that's the great word that comes along with Saturn. Oh, yes. No, you, mastery is absolutely Saturn. And Saturn will, will put you into a seat of mastery when you have earned it. Yes. And you will stay there for as long as you want. I mean, for instance, you know, I, I spent 22 years of my younger life from age 13 to 35 learning how to write. Mm-hmm. And finally, at age 35, when, you know, Jupiter squared, or Saturn squared my Jupiter, right. I sold my first published book to a traditional publisher. And oh. from then on, I mean, That's from it. age 35 to now age almost 73, I've written 230 books. Yay! Saturn, Saturn puts you into your seat yeah. of whoever you are, what your skills are, what your mastery is, yeah. as long as you... Do it by Saturn's way of doing things. Yes, you do it with responsibility and integrity. Saturn's terms. You do it according to where it's supposed to be. That's right. That's right. Well, you work hard. 
Yeah. You work consistently. You have morals. You have values. You have integrity. Yeah. You don't go around cheating and hurting other people no. or robbing them. No. Nope. You you have to, Saturn absolutely is is the cosmic cup, like Doc, right. you exactly. know, Doug just said. Yeah. Oh, but, we got to take another break. Got to take another break. Sorry, we always have to interrupt here, but. Ah, we have to do that. So when we get back here, we're going to finish up with Lindsay McKenna. We're talking about Saturn retrograde and Saturn in general. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Anti-Ikipu, the product that gets the stink out, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 14th, it's Harmonic Energy Shifting Sunday with Jude and Paul Potton from the Whispering Dragon Center in the studio. They'll have their acutonic forks and chimes, Tibetan bowls and bells, pua dig and rattle ready to do free remotes for you and your animal friends. So plan to join us and call in on Martha Norwalk's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. And this is a live read for Ms. Samantha Blodell, the fantastic Reiki and Aura Specialist, Cake Baker. <laughs> we have to add That's that in. Right. Beulah May. Beulah May Cake Baker. And I hope she hears these ads because we're really Oh, getting, I'm sure she does. We're probably getting requests for it as we speak. And practitioner, she does all those things, and she's very popular up in the Mount Vernon area. And she does Reiki classes as well. So she's got Reiki classes and Reiki share events coming up. And uh, you can find out more about those on her website at www.soulsupper.com. And you can phone her at 206-403-0283. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. This is our last segment with Ms. Lindsay McKenna, and it's been awesome as usual. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so we were talking about Saturn in general, but Saturn retrograde. Right, and and what I want to tell people, you know, we've talked about some good stories about Saturn, that that it's not only the planet of of karma, but it's also the planet of dharma. And I'm here to tell you that Capricorns and Cancers, and everybody else in general, but them in particular, because, you know, Capricorn, transiting Saturn is in Capricorn, that if they have been playing by the rules, Saturn's rules, then when it goes retrograde, they're going to get some kind of dharma. They're going yep. to get some kind of a reward. It it may be, you know, coming from the boss. It could be a raise. It, it could be, you know, a promotion. Maybe you've got to move or something like that. Yep. But there is some kind of acknowledgement that what you're doing, the cosmos is pleased with it. Yes. All right? And this takes it out of the hands of humans. Yes. Um, there's a far greater Lord of Karma Dharma up there who really decides this stuff. Yeah, pretty much. And but unfortunately, the people who have been cheating and lying and not playing with good morals, values, and integrity mm-hmm. and goodness toward other people. Yep. Uh, Saturn is going to land on them with both feet. Um, in Trump's case, the wheels come off the trolley. Yeah. Okay, because well, if, this, if in fact that is all true as far as what they say, we have to throw that in. It may be all propaganda for all we know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not going to get into that. All I'm going to do is is read the chart and see what I I okay. see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, transiting Mars is at 19 Gemini, the day that Saturn goes retrograde, uh, and in Trump's chart it conjuncts his Uranus node, Vulcanus, and Sun in his tenth house. 
Ooh. And by opposition, it hits his Saturn, South Node, and Pluto. Okay. So there is going to, you know, there's there's going it and it's it's in conjunct. Yeah. Uh, because it's Gemini to uh. Capricorn, and that means I I have lots of. I think I have six or seven in conjunction. I have two yards in my chart, so I can speak to in conjunction. I know what that meant. I know what it's like. Yeah. I have it, two or three yards, I think. Right, but it basically <laughs> means that you're caught between a rock and a hard place. Kind of. And yeah. that's exactly where Trump's going to feel like. Yeah. And also, that Mars is opposite uh, the Jupiter, you know, which has just gone retrograde. And right. this is the first time that it actually has moved off the still point. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back over his moon. So... <gasps> He's in a boiling pot of of something. I think by that time, by the time Saturn goes retrograde, it's it's going to be very interesting to see where he is and where things are. Where things are all yeah. the way around. Well, yeah. we'll all be around to find out. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But but for most people, Saturn, you know, is not hitting their charts as hard as Trump's is getting hit, or yeah. I'm getting hit because. Right. You know, we only have two weeks difference between them. Right. And I can see how I'm handling things. And uh, so Saturn is going to test you. And and Saturn, more than any other planet, is the planet of tests. And yes. I've seen this over and over again. It's like, do you really want to do this? <laughs> do you really want to do it that way? Yeah. Have you thought outside the box? <laughs> yes. Saturn's looking at everything, and, and people have to... Sometimes Saturn will put you into some kind of an immobilized position for a while to get you to look at something right. that, that you're missing because you're distracted or, you know, you're gallivanting off doing something else that you think needs right. to be done. Or it's, and, it's something that we're missing that we aren't being responsible for. Right. Yes. That, well, yes, this, this goes back to the dark side of Saturn. But, yeah. but you know, Saturn is the taskmaster. It, it, he's not all kisses and hugs and smoochies on the cheek. Oh, that'll that's be a good day. That's <laughs> just not his, his demeanor. Yeah. Uh, but for people who are getting stopped or halted or sometimes when Saturn goes retrograde, people's lives just kind of go into this literal still point where yeah. nothing seems to be happening or they feel like the hangman of the tarot where right. the ropes are around the ankles and the guy's right. hanging upside down his hands are tied behind him and he can't do a thing right. and saturn very often will put us into something like that but i i want to add uh an interesting little facet to this many times if that happens to people what i've seen happen and it's happened to me too is is that you're being held in this vacuum upside down and you can't you, you can't, you can't get move. out of it nothing is happening everything is blocked or it seems like everything that's supposed to be coming due is stopped yeah what saturn's actually doing with us when those times happen is is that there are elements of your life that are not quite yet set up into the future and they need to be set up so that you know, when you when Saturn goes forward, they'll be ready for you. Right. But let, exactly. let, let's say, for instance, let's say somebody wants to, to move, okay? Yeah. And all of a sudden something happens and they can't. And yet yeah. they want to move and, and they're really, you know, yeah. 
uh, frustrated about it and everything else. Yep. And Saturn, you know, usually goes retrograde for four to five months. But yeah. after that time, all of a sudden, the gates fly open and yeah. boom, you can go move. Yeah, right. But it's because things were not yet set up in yeah. your future, energy-wise, right. for you to take advantage what of what is out there waiting for you. Right, and if you look back at the times in those months where things were stopped, you'll be able to see what was the stuff that was in the way that they had to actually deal with. Exactly. The, when you finally get there, you find out that, you know, that there was all kinds of issues and stoppages or blockages, yep. like Saturn retrograde, and they weren't ready for you. Right, exactly right. And it's just like people who send out resumes if you sit down under, under a Saturn I've retrograde. never done one. Yeah. <laughs> never. He's never. You've never done a resume. I've never made a resume. Oh, that's wow. Well, ever. They've wow. always just come and got me. Well, but that's because you have that Jupiter trying, Doug. Yeah, Give me a Doug. Break. Yeah, the rest Doug. of us have to work our butts off. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very good worker. Yes, he is. That's true. But there's a lot of things. If somebody's got a, a try to their Jupiter, a lot of things just get handed to them. Yeah. And now I'm not saying that that's a judgment because. A lot of times, to me, Jupiter is about grace. Yeah. Okay? It's about things that you've done for others out of the kindness and goodness of your heart, out of compassion, out of love, out of integrity. Yes, and I'm And that could be loving. past lifetimes, too, you know? But it's coming <laughs> due now, and you get them. Yes. This, this is when a Jupiter trine in somebody's chart, it's like it's grace time. Yeah. And yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I feel the same way because I have Jupiter right on my midheaven, you know, and oh, ooh. Yeah, ooh. and Kim Rogers told me she wanted to buy my, my Jupiter one time, but I wouldn't sell it. <laughs> I wouldn't either if I had it there. <laughs> That's where mine sits, too. Yeah, yeah well, my Jupiter see... is square Saturn, so, you know, oh, I don't you know what to... you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, you have to work hard. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, I do. Sorry for yeah. you. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> it doors seem to kind of open for me too in that way and and whenever i have right. published something which is jupiter's on the ninth house side by the way yeah, uh, yeah well i'll see <laughs> i've never had anything turned down than anything that i've written so that's wow yeah it's well, pretty cool but again you know it's like grace and you bring in tools from past lives that you're going to use in this one you know yep. there's certain skills and certain talents yep and and Jupiter is about the goodie box. Yes. I mean, there's been I, a lot of goodies. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 And I was born with a Jupiter retrograde, so there you go. Okay. Where can we get a hold We're of good. you? Good. All right. So listen, we have to ha- we have to hang it up now. That's okay. So thank you so much for being on the show. It was a fabulous show as usual. Okay. Well, thank you for all of your input because uh, hopefully your readers or your listeners will. Uh, Really take this and, and know that everything's going to be all right and everybody's going to live through this. Yes, we will. We will. Okay. Thank See you, you so much. Lots okay. Bye bye. Okay. Now we've got some, she's fantastic as usual. Okay. So we've got some announcements here. And my first one, of course, is my after dark readings at Burr's Restaurant. This is with me. It's at 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday evening, starting at April 10th. That was last week. It went well. Good. It was good. Okay, so it's $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. And I say acknowledge Janae for being the first person read, but I already did her. So there anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the show, Janae. Anyway, so Tacoma Psychic Craft Fair is today at the South Tacoma Masonic Center at 5405 Pacific. 
Puget Sound Avenue in Tacoma, 98409. And she has all sorts of events there, psychics and all sorts of vendors there, so you can go visit. Have okay. a fun time there. Yeah, it'll be fun. So how do we get a hold of you? Best way is 206-769-4924, or I'm at Karina's Bakery on Tuesdays, starting at 1030. Okay, and uh, you can get a hold of me through uh, jupiterrisingshow.com or eileengrimes.com, and you can get a hold of Ms. Lindsay at lindsaymckenna.com. Okay, and next week our guest is Angela Propes. We're looking forward to her. And then the following week, Wanda Buckner. And so that's it for us today. We will see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.